going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 233, where we are going to talk about Fast 9, The Fast Saga, and The Ice Road from Netflix. My name is Grayson Maxwell, one of your hosts. I'm Roger Stillian. I'm Christopher Bowen. Gentlemen, how are we doing? How was your week? Hilarious. Yeah. Due to a text message exchange involving you. Oh, my God. But you don't, you don't want to address it, so we'll just know that it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you know what? I'm just going to – I want to be transparent with the listeners because That's a lot good. of people say well, one of our greatest assets is the fact that we are we are funny. We we all play Clash of Clans Battle Royale, and to compete in this game, you, comp- you compose a, d- a deck – of cards and you put the cards on the board and they run their own routes but that's if you want key phrasing here is deck Deck. yeah yeah and i text chris gave me an idea for it chris i copied one of chris's decks and i texted chris and i i texted chris what i what i what i thought was chris i love love in all caps your deck but my phone somehow changed the e to an i and now roger and chris have been pretty relentless and responding with big more letters it says i love the dick I did not. The phone changed it, which actually brings up another question: Is why did my phone change it to why auto correct? Assume that that's what you wanted to put in that. Well, no, no, no. I mean, auto correct only auto corrects when it when a, a word like that when you've used it enough. But like, I don't ever use that word in my phone. Oh, yeah, I know what you're I saying. I bet you use it more than you use the word deck. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so now that's out there. Ha ha ha. We all, you know, we all got a good deal out of that. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so. All right, let's talk about let's uh, wrap up the show now. Yeah, that's it. Better than that. That was our episode. Oh man, guys, we watched some pretty ridiculous movies, and I want to pose these questions now, Chris. I know you have you have a hard out in less than an hour, so I want you to answer these before you leave, and then Roger and I will actually give our own answer. I have two questions. What now? We asked this question a long time ago, which is actually relevant right now because both franchises have nine movie, nine main movies in the nine main installments in the in the in the whole in the saga. What is better? And I ask this without being funny. Twilight. What's better? The Fast <laughs> and Furious saga or the, the Star Wars saga? And I have my own answer. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you my answer. It's Harry Potter. Harry Potter doesn't have, doesn't have nine movies. We it has can't, ten, movies. It has oh, ten movies. Harry Potter is by far and away the, the best of these three. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not even by... There's, I have a dog. Yes, tell us. It's by it's by a pretty massive margin. Oh my goodness, this dog, Elvis! Elvis, calm down, buddy. Calm Elvis, down. Oh, Elvis, Elvis is a new guest on the show from now on. Perma no, guest, Elvis. Guest, <laughs> Elvis. Um, I don't okay, know. So, Listen, okay, the uh, the bad Star Wars is pretty bad. No, well that's uh, that's but the, the bad thing. Fast and Furious is probably better than the worst Star Wars. That's that's my whole thing is only because it's mindless fun, right? But the the, the the best of Star Wars. Is much better than any of the fast. No one's going to argue that. Four episode four and episode five in Star Wars are episode five is widely considered one of the best American made films of all time. Sure, and no one's yeah. going to argue with that. And Vid Four does a wonderful job of setting up. You know, it does. It's it, it's a it's a damn good movie. Five is excellent. No one's going to argue that. But but the bottom of the list is pretty bad. So exactly. the worst the worst fast movie is probably two. Two, yeah. And even then, it's dumb fun. Yeah, I was saying you can turn on any I mean, fast listen, movie. There are. What is that movie? They're they're in Miami or somewhere, South Florida or something like that. There's chicks in bikinis, souped up cars, 
some weird drug running thing. That's one hell of a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I'm into you this. You know, one. yeah. But uh, thanks for <laughs> well, we're, we're gonna get some a little bit of analysis. Wait, of that's we... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong All right. Oh my. Okay, this is episode 233 of 4th Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. New York time on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office curtain upcoming releases, what's streaming trailers and movies of the week. So without further ado, let's jump into the box office. Fast 9, the Fast Saga. Only I'm actually kind of weirded out by this, but it only brought in an additional $22.9 million domestic, That's bringing all. its worldwide. Well, it's in, in one week, it did $404 million. It's still not even at five hundred. So no, that's a, I mean, that's a like, massive drop off. You're always you're looking like an eighty percent drop week to week. That's about how it happens. Yeah. So the, I mean, it's it's just four ninety seven. I mean, poised after today, after this evening, numbers come in. I'm sure it's going to be over five hundred thousand, five hundred million. But well, I'm sure I'm sure Boss Baby ate a ton of that revenue. Yeah. Boss Baby family business overlapping. It, I mean, worldwide, Boss Baby only did twenty one point five. Yeah. That's pretty. I'm pretty sure that hundred dollars that was was uh, was my wife and kids today. <laughs> okay, they did a whole theater to themselves. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, All right, the entire theater. The Forever Purge, twelve point five million domestic, bringing its worldwide to a very disappointing nineteen point two. We're not shocked. Well, I mean, yeah, we're not. But I, I, I expected movies to do better this weekend. I mean, I want to talk about the difference in movies we're going to have to go with next week. We're going to be talking about Forever Purge. Yeah, boss baby family business. We are indeed. So, Two okay. ends of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very end of the spectrum. Well, All right. So you talk. Well, hold on. You talk about the uh, like expected movies to do better this weekend. This Fourth of July weekend isn't. Wouldn't this be a weekend you'd expect they don't do that great? No, no, no. His historically, no. Okay. Traditionally, the Fourth of July itself is a bad movie day. Yeah. The Fourth of July weekend is traditionally one of the biggest ones of the year. Really? In yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, especially when the, especially when like it's raining. All weekend, it's just yeah. massive, massive okay. business. Yep. Oh, but obviously, things are still messed up. But yeah, yeah. I mean, th- those aren't terrible numbers by no, any listen, means. Those, those are three movies that each made more than fifteen million dollars, though. So that's got to be the first time we've had that since COVID happened. Well, Forever Purge is twelve point five. Whatever. Close. So, I mean, it's close enough. All right, all right. So, Quiet Place number number four. Quiet Place Part Two, four point one million, bring us worldwide to two hundred and fifty-seven. That's very, that's very respectable for what for what budget was. Guaranteed to be less than thirty. All right, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard doing a little better, three point oh million, bringing its worldwide to just shy of fifty at forty-seven million. Ooh, that's not low, terrible, man. but yeah, that's, that's kind of low. That's... And as of last week, I thought the Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife was one of the or Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard was the most absurd movie I've seen until I, until you watch Fast Nine, <laughs> and then it's just absurdity goes to whole new heights and Fast and the Fast and less profanity, universe. more ridiculous. Yeah, unfortunately, less uh, less her foul mouth. Um, all right. So this week, of course, brought us Boss Baby Family Business, Forever Purge, Tomorrow War. Uh, less, we have less than one week, fellas, until Black Widow. So we're excited for that. Yeah. And then July 16th, the middle of July, Escape Room, Terminal Champions, and then Space Jam, A New Legacy. July 23rd, Old Snake Eyes. Uh, something must have been moved off that because there used to be three movies. Remember I'd say three movies? Yeah. And that might have been an escape room. They got pushed. I, I think it was. Yeah, escape room moved up one. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what was up one. Okay, and then also the, don't care. <laughs> July ends uh, with Jungle Cruise, another movie with the Rock, which I was surprised a little bit for. There was no Dwayne Johnson in this fast movie. Me and Chris talked about that yeah. today. There's We're, not. we should get into that, but no, there's no Dwayne Johnson. There's no Jason Statham. Wrong. Yeah, you're incorrect on that second statement. 
did I miss something? Someone didn't watch the mid credit scene. Ah, I, I, I guess I didn't. I'm, I'm, yeah, I had to. Oh, it's right. Statham. I had to. I had to pee so bad I thought I was gonna wet myself. I had to. <laughs> well, full disclosure, folks. For 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 the, for the first time in in a very long time, I got myself a, a, a large coke. And I finished all of it, which I'm now regretting. Yourself? That's that's big work, man. I'm regretting. I haven't. I don't drink soda or pop, whatever region of the country you're in. But man, today I just oh, I felt so bad. I still feel bad. All right, so that finishes out July with Jungle Cruise. And it's not Death on the Nile. It's it is not. not Death on the Nile. I thought it was for months. <laughs> different films. All right, let's take a look at what's streaming this week. We're taking a look at Hulu. Of course, you have to check out Palm Springs. People, that is a staple. The Peanut Butter Falcon by director Tyler Nilsson and Michael Schwartz, Shia LaBeouf, Zach, Zach Sagan, by the way. Yeah, Dakota Johnson, Bruce Dern, Thomas Hayden Church, John Bernthal, 2019. Peanut Butter Falcon is one of those movies that came out of nowhere for me, and I, I thought it was one of the best awesome. things of the year. Yeah, it was awesome. It's really incredible. RoboCop by director Paul Verhoeven, Peter Weller, Nancy oh, Allen. The original RoboCop. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Ronnie Cox, Kurt Woods, Smithy. It's 1987. Check that one out. Uh, I actually I love the original RoboCop. What was, what was I that? I was negative one. I was oh. five. When that <laughs> I, I was I was negative two. I was I negative two. Change. All right. Well, I was born in 1985. Oh no, I was two. Sorry, sorry. I was wow. two. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Told you the code. Hold on. I was confused. Yeah. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I know the that they're not the same age. Grace is breaking my brain. <laughs> the, the, the coke has me. I was. Let's just say I've, I've been in, you know, I, I've been on the porcelain throne for a little I'm bit. I'm going to isolate that. The Coke does the same thing to me, too, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to pull that out of future episode. <laughs> all right, all right. And then the last one is The Hustler by director Robert Ross and Paul Newman, Jackie Gleason, George C. Scott, Piper Laurie, going all the way back to 1961. But a very – Paul Newman's one of my favorite actors, very charismatic. Check that one out. Is now – all three of those are available if you have Palm Spring – sorry, if you have Palm Spring. If you have Hulu, all three of those and Palm Springs are available for your viewing pleasure let's talk very quickly about some trailers how about the many saints of newark i mean Roger, take, take take it away sopranos prequel that's all you need to know yeah i've seen pieces of the sopranos you know in my years watching television stuff so i'm i'm I, i'm okay with this i like gangster movies so this just I'll means i'm gonna have to watch sopranos again yeah right and here's the thing i haven't watched the sopranos in many years because i was i didn't have hbo when eight the sopranos came out a long long time ago i did get caught up through the magic of uh, on demand back yeah. in the day, and I actually watched the last couple of seasons as they came out live. So, so. my buddy told another friend of mine a long time ago. It's been a couple of years now, but uh, I just remembered it. He said that to one of my one of my friends, he wanted to start watching Sopranos. He said, "But there's so much to watch." And my one buddy said, "You can watch the first and last episode of every season up until where you're at, and be pretty much caught up and see all the good stuff that happens in the whole thing." I don't know if that's accurate. I, I don't think I, I don't know if it is, but I think that might be how I catch up on it because because I, I think I want to do the same. Before the Sopranos is very highly regarded. I mean, yeah, the first episode of Sopranos came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so that's how far back you'll be going. Yeah, no, I get My it. Goodness, Alessandro Nivola, Leslie Autumn Jr., John Bernthal, Vera Farmiga, Billy Magnuson, Ray Liotta. Um, some I some are, some are returning characters, others are new characters. But that's a prequel story to the many or sorry to the. Sopranos, but I mean, Sopranos were hugely popular, so I'm sure this movie will do very well for itself. I have no oh, yeah. doubt about that. You, you, you think? We'll have to wait and see. I, I mean, it's. A, I, I think that's 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 safe money if you're betting it's going to do well. You know, as a matter of fact, when when you sent me this, Roger, I had to, like, I watched the trailer. I was pretty stoked, but then like I had to make sure it wasn't like a because like they're you know fake okay. trailers are, are pretty big. <clears throat> 
Even like, because I saw that, that the Transformers, the War of the Beast trailer, and I was like, what? I watched the trailer, and it says official trailer. I'm like, you mother... Because I, and then I just started seeing scenes from all the Transformers movies cut together. I'm like... If Rick Ashley is at the end of your trailer, it wasn't a fake trailer. That's true. All right. You've been Rickrolled. All right. We're all excited for Many Saints. There's not really much to say. If you like Sopranos, then it goes without saying you would absolutely love the Many Saints of Newark. But if you never watch the Sopranos, maybe this is... A, I don't think there's a lot of Sopranos. The first five seasons all have 13 episodes each, and the last season is 21 episodes. Well, on TV, it was on TV for more than a year consecutively with the episodes. I wonder. Well, so my my, I think the people are going to fit into one or two categories. If you've never seen Sopranos, this might you're not going to care, or this is a good window into Sopranos for you. I think I might have to slide back into it Mm because honestly, like. It's not I, watch, I watch TV and movies differently than I definitely did in 1999. True. You know, 17-year-old me, not the most observant person in the world. <laughs> kind of a dick. Just <laughs> oh, I can't, Im- I can't imagine college Roger. He was probably oh, on drugs. <laughs> Wait, how old were you in 2000 and when you started at Marquee? 2008. 25? Yeah, that was, that was probably about peak, like peak roger like i thought yeah, i, I, thought I you don't think me. that's accurate <laughs> i don't want to go throwing things out there yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i thought you hated me every day at work and you just you're sometimes just a dick thought but, no no you did not okay we're not gonna we're not you know you know my insecurities there all right <laughs> let's talk about the shang shang chi the legend of ten rings official trailer is now out it's a good trailer i have a little more insight into i of course know nothing about shang chi but now i i get a little more insight into that um it is a good trailer. It's better than the first trailer, yes. for sure. Um, I still don't care yet. I am wondering. I'm. I'm still don't understand why it's getting so much hate. I. I don't, I don't understand that side of it either. My me not caring about it yet has nothing to do with any of the th- negativity. I think so, the right. hate thing though is because people don't know who this is. Maybe and they're like, "Why no, are you introducing this character?" Because people don't know who this is. Yeah. Because listen, this is a big deal for the market that it opens up. Yep. The Asian market is going to be an enormous thing for. Marvel, they already do very well, so yeah. imagine multiplying that to them. Yeah, um, this dude's going to be very important though because he uses magic. Yeah, but yeah. Wait, so and it, that's where is, things are going. Well, we're getting so more into he, that anyway. Yes, yeah, so that's is, what I mean. Well, that's that's why it's important. Yeah, is 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 he like a is he like a miniature Doctor Strange or is he no like no, no no different? Kind of, whole, there's no whole different level. Okay. Doctor Strange. The, well, you know what I mean? Like I mean, just yeah. Uh, but I mean, look. I mean, not we always say this, but it's true. Until Marvel gives you a reason to not to, to doubt what they do, which they have not, then I I, at least in the cinematic, at least in, 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 in the films, they they're usually pretty. They're, they're usually good to, to to very good. Yeah. How I mean, pumped so, are you for Black Widow, Chris? What? How pumped are you for Black? Widow? Right, I'm so pumped. And here's what I was just about to say. I wasn't excited about Black Widow until like some point. It just all just switched for me and clicked, and I was. Goddamn ready for they bludgeoned it. Bludgeoned you with a trailer for a year. And you you're know, like, son of a bitch. You know, I all of a sudden, that. I was like, this trailer's pretty good all of a sudden. Let's go see this. So I, we'll see if, if I feel any any less lukewarm on Shane. She has to get closer. Four days. <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait. That's true. <laughs> all right. And we all now we have, we're talking about the last trailer, which is Jolt, an Amazon original movie with Kate Beckinsale. Chris, what are your thoughts on Jolt? Yeah, so I have a serious question. This movie is just in the crank universe, right? That's all this is. Fuck. I I, here's know. the thing. I don't. And I want. I just want to take one minute and just talk about this. So crank? It's Kate, yes. Kate, Kate Beckinsale, Jai crank. Courtney, Stanley Tucci. This is a big cast. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David, David Bradley. It is. It is a pretty big cast. Now, 
Oh, Susan Sarandon too. I saw, I saw that one. Yeah, that was that's kind of a big deal. So Amazon's been stepping up their game a little bit. You know, obviously they they put a ton of money into the Tomorrow War. I did hear not great things about that movie. Yeah, so, I, I, it's, I, also, it's also really getting a lot of things. negativity well, right now too. I also get to watch my own movies before my opinion, but yeah. not here in the best. Yeah, I, I these are movies that I would not if I were in Amazon trying to you know you know up my game with the with the original film content. I don't think I would, Jolt is a script I would have chosen to produce. That's what makes me and you and Amazon different. Because I'd have been like, Joel, hell yes, let's go. <laughs> I, I just don't think it's going to do anything. Why? Like, nothing. I mean, what if they? I mean, if they only release it on their own platform, yeah, well, they they, does it doesn't matter. It, it it doesn't matter. I mean, is there money to lose? I guess. Now listen, I is this better or worse than your normal Netflix movie? Probably will be. I mean, listen, we just watched The Ice Road. Oh God, that's true. It's, I mean, right? Really like, really I, why, I, why, why I, did you remind me? I was almost over it. I mean this seriously. Like, I don't get any worse vibes from that <laughs> movie's trailer than I did from when I saw the Ice Road movie. I, mean, trailer. I, I audibly groaned when when we watched the ice the uh, the Ice Road trailer. So Turns I, out it was the most believable movie of the week, though. And that is definitely saying something. So, without further ado, why don't we get into the Ice Road, which came out on? It's a Netflix original. Segue. Uh, it came out. So it's an hour and 49 minutes, which is good. Thank God. <laughs> Directed by Jonathan I wouldn't have watched and told you guys I did. Right. <laughs> by director Jonathan Hansley, uh, Liam Neeson, Marcus Thomas Lawrence Fishburne, Amber Mid Thunder. Marcus Thomas Lawrence Fishburne. Wasted in this movie, by the way. Fishburne? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You use him if you got him on cast. He's so goddamn good. Why don't people use him? Actually, more? you know what I thought about Lawrence Fishburne? Seriously. Hmm. Because I've seen him in some stuff recently. He hasn't looked so good, but it looks like he's in a lot better shape right now. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, hey, cool, man. Morpheus is back, baby. Yeah, hopefully. Put the shades on. I don't think so. The new the new Matrix films, he's not listed, is he? Don't ruin things for me. Maybe he's not in it because he's dead. Or, or, cameo. There you go. I mean... Don't list that stuff. Make it important. He's dead as hell in the Matrix Matrix universe. Why won't he be there? Whoa, computer program. Okay, fine. No, I'm just saying. I'm just just hang okay, on. Now you're talking like you're a fast movie and you can just bring back anybody. But here's the thing. Or a Marvel Damn. movie. Hey yo. Marvel actually hasn't brought Marvel hasn't brought anybody back in any movies. You shut your goddamn mouth. Mm. So I just think that Lawrence Fishburne was wasting this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> <it's> fair. <laughs> Somehow we're talking about the Matrix. Yes. But no, he definitely I mean no one's gonna argue that he was wasted, right? I mean he's definitely a wasted character. I mean I, listen, I love the fact that his last name in this movie is Goldenrod and everything <laughs> he has is just a fantastic yellow. Because like I didn't get the I didn't realize his last name at first. And then you see him with like this big giant yeah. dually three fifty. I was like, that is a very yellow truck. Well, so, and then everything is yellow from there on out. So he blows the head gasket, right? Sure. So I all I was thinking was before they say what it was, I was like, please tell me he blows a rod. Please say it. Like <laughs> Hey, Roger, Roger, why don't you take uh, take thirty seconds and sum this up for us, please? So uh, the premise of this movie is actually relatively simple. There is a some sort of mine. Do we ever find out what kind it's a of diamond mine? Is it a diamond? Yes, mine? it is a diamond, diamond mine. Okay, in Canada. It is a diamond mine in northern Canada, um, and they have a collapse. They have to get a wellhead and three hundred feet of pipe up there within 30 hours or the people trapped underground or going to suffocate and die. Then along the way, we obviously run into some obstacles. We're off the ice road trucking season by five weeks, which is a significant amount of time, by the way. Yes. Um, And yeah. So I don't really know who the bad guy is in this movie. I'm just going to throw it out there right now. I know who is supposed to be the bad guy. The company. 
Yeah. Yeah, they really bet corporations your bad guy in this movie. Yeah, Spoilers. So... No one's shocked. No, I knew as soon as I saw that guy, I was like, he's that miserable piece of crap's gonna do some stuff. Well, so this movie also this movie stars Liam Neeson, has Lawrence Fishburne there, and a few other people that you've seen in many movies and don't really have any other roles. <laughs> so yep. uh, I want to talk about his brother for one second. Gertie? Gertie. Gertie. So I like Gertie, right? Gertie's a dude. Everybody like Gertie. Uh Gertie's a veteran, had a traumatic brain injury. Gertie's a hell of a mechanic. Just yes. can't. Uh, he's got uh, what is it? Uh, dyslexia or whatever? Dysplasia? No, that's the hip thing for dogs. But <laughs> so Gertie, Gertie says things in the wrong order. Mm-hmm. His words. It's, it's a real thing. I forget what it's called off the top of my head. So I don't want to mess it up. But once you understand Gertie, you're like he's trying to just say the right things, and I felt bad for him. Yep. And he is wasted in this movie. For what they could have made a better story for him. Well, Absolutely could have been better. Well, they set up something in this movie. And it's one of those things where, like, why wouldn't they... They could have focused more on the, the brother relationship, right? Sure. Well, they don't really do it at all. And, well, and that's the thing. I think that that was kind of a missed opportunity, well, right? So, Gertie's a, ma- like, prime mechanic, yeah. right? He's good. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, there are three people making an identical run to get this stuff to the mind. So, if case anybody breaks down or is rendered inoperable... Yeah, uh, that they they're all independent. Which However, is- well, it doesn't make any sense because they have one mechanic. Okay. Okay. That's good so they have one mechanic, and somebody's head gasket blows up. All right, Jim Goldenrod, Mister Morpheus himself. <laughs> Instead of having you know Gertie try to repair it as the mechanic, they're like, we're just going to leave it. Yep. What the fuck did you bring a mechanic for? <laughs> why is he here? Well, Turns out you find out why he's here because he's some sort of wizard with a winch. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> the wizard with the winch. Yes. <laughs> but like that blew my mind. They're like, we're driving straight through. And I'm like, bull run, baby. Bull why run. Why'd you bring a mechanic? Yeah. Like, I don't okay, know well, so I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's no, take a second. No, this is good. I like this. <laughs> no, it's okay. So <laughs> they get commissioned no. to. <laughs> well, no, so. Several miners are trapped. When the, the the danger like, here is the methane, the methane buildup is going to kill them very very soon. No, 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 it's not the methane. They're going to run out of oxygen. Yeah, oxygen is the issue. The methane is because they're going to blow up. The companies, well, the companies told them to stop tracking that. That's why they had the collapse to begin with. For the measly amount of one hundred dollars per week, we will let you risk your life. Yep. And a bunch of people went, okay. okay. They agreed <laughs> to it. Fuck. Yep. But also because they said they were going to shit canned if they didn't agree to it. That's, that's true, too. Yeah. Right. They said, we'll give you this money, but if you don't take it, we're going to fire you. $100 blood money. <laughs> 400 bucks. 1200 bucks yeah. a month to risk your life. I'm oh, no, sorry, 1200 bucks no. a year. 1200 bucks a year. There you go. <laughs> Is your life? No, that's not right. That's right either. It's $400 a month. $5,200 a week. It's <laughs> terrible. $5,200. <laughs> So is, is your life worth four hundred? This is a movie podcast, a everyone, not a yes. math podcast. No, we don't. This is not calculus based. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, they, this movie's ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> this movie's more ridiculous than the math. Well, we this, just did. But here, I I get it. This is the. I I don't know where in the Netflix, um, why it says it's, why Netflix thinks it's okay to just. Make kind of like halfway make it make a movie because Netflix okay because Netflix doesn't care. Netflix isn't trying to keep their users with these movies. They're just trying to pull more Pump people out content, in, put content out there, have more content than any other guy, and get someone who loves Liam Liam Neeson that doesn't have Netflix now 
to get it now, or that they love Life for a Truckers show. Because that's all this movie does is get you more viewers. That's all they want from this stuff. This isn't keeping people. This isn't holding people. This isn't in. what Netflix considers their own good content either. Yeah, they're just trying to get people in by sh- throwing more, more money at it, which is what they're they're in the position to do in in a huge way. We see it all the time. They don't got to make good movies. This movie should have came out like twelve years ago, right? This movie should have just been a supercut of the best scenes of Ice Road Truckers the series, and this would have uh, an hour, an hour and a half. No, well, I mean, but that's what I mean. So this is obviously trying to capitalize off the old Ice Road Truckers. Thing. Yeah, that was like ten years ago. True. Like why now? <laughs> or excuse me, why ever? Well, I mean, there you is go. Is a better question. <laughs> um, but the the problem I have with this movie is this movie's not overly bad. Right, it's never very good, and it's only bad. Like I don't know, at the, like the three quarter mark. Yeah, you know when there's like a twelve minute driving, punching, chasing a semi fight scene uh, that goes on entirely too long. It does. It Enti- does. But like the rest of the movies, it's watchable. Yeah, and like I would have rather have seen less of them having a bad guy and more of them fighting the ice road. Yeah, just have the just, coolest just, part of the movie is like. When they pull the truck out with like they put this the the pipe stake in the ground yeah. and they wrench it back out like that's interesting yeah. to me more tension than anything else they exactly. too yeah like if that's a better story than like we have to get this guy in a snowmobile who's letting up depth charges to blow up <laughs> fucking avalanche <laughs> why yeah. and why did why did that little orange box have that in there well I mean it's an explosive you I I get why it's in a pelican but come on man. It's like, why is this thing? Why is there a mouse in a box? A rat? Same Skeeter. <laughs> Skeeter. All, all mice in movies from now on will be named Skeeter. <laughs> all of them. I just so like this movie. Yeah, I think you said it best. Is, you know, this is better if you just Don't let them care. fight yeah. the environment, the environment the whole way there. That sci-fi movie we watched with um, uh, what's the guy? Old guy, beard was a good movie, but it was kind of weird. Gandalf. Yes, George Clooney. Uh, that one. Oh it's yeah, kind yeah. of the same movie, right? Just, I mean, in a way, right? They're, they're, they're yeah, traveling the elements together. The planet, yeah, they're okay. you know this this, and that was a serviceable movie. Is that the Midnight Sky movie? or something. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. That you could that do that. Okay. You could do that with this movie, right? Sure. Don't need to have the human ele- the human bad guy element. Let there be an accident. Let these guys just have to get there. I think it's a better movie. Could have been. You spend more time with the with, with the brother with the brother relationship, which is good. The girl has, even if they run as a team, like yeah. I still okay. Yeah, the girl the girl has uh, girl has stakes in it. Lawrence Fishburne's leading leading. He's the charge. in for the money. It's his company. Yeah, yeah let's do Let it. Let that be the movie because it's still good, and I think you get a better you get a better death scene. I think that's for sure. Spoiler: someone dies. And well, like, you know, a lot of people die in this movie. True. Someone sadly, though, sadly. <laughs> Only one person gets run over by a semi truck in this movie. You know, which that movie, that number for this expected for me is way below. Is what it one I and a half though? You count it. I'm only I'm only hard counting one. Okay, because that, right. that guy got like four wheeled, like, <laughs> like full on. I gotcha. Yeah, that guy became a speed bump. The other yeah, guy. if I had to put the over under on death by semi, yeah. I was going ten minimum. Yeah, I'm like we clock it at one. That's way below expected. I'm putting the one and a half bid in. It's just it's, even though, even that though, still way below. Like I most, expected thousands dead by semi. <laughs> the most underwhelming semi death in a movie, though. Well, the most underwhelming important character death I've ever seen. I don't know what. Uh, it was just very non. I felt like it wasn't supposed to happen, and somebody's like, "Just make that the end of it." <laughs> Wait, just, really? 
You think, you, you think that wasn't planned from the get-go? I, listen, I have no doubt that he was expected to die. But you, would you have ever thought like that would have been the spoiler? How a major character the, dies in this movie? The, no, the no, slow smoosh. <laughs> Which actually, come on, let's give the guy some credit. If you actually would have been smooshed like that, you'd have been icky. Oh, I don't yeah, think that really. He'd have been squished through, through a chain link fence. Yeah, oh. I don't think the fence would have held. I don't think the lock would have held. You ever seen a pasta like spaghetti being yeah. extruded? Mm-hmm. That's what it'd be like, but with human. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was right around eighty thousand pounds, wasn't it? Like of that was right around eighty, uh, like seventy-five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it right way up there. It wouldn't have stopped that truck from hitting that fence at all. No, <laughs> it wouldn't have saved the rig. No. He saved the rig. No. <laughs> Again, God, one of the no. dumbest lines. He's but he got smooshed. <laughs> he dead, brah. Uh, okay, can we no, this? Sorry, your brother. No, no, got, we have, sorry, kidding. your brother got smooshed. We have to talk about other things like Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Talk about Liam Neeson. So I actually think this is pretty bad, but for Liam Neeson's part, honestly. Okay. Worse like, better or worse than the marksman, performance wise. Worse. Not the same, I think. No, I think it's worse because listen, in the Marksman, he was still kind of doing like the taken Liam Neeson. Yeah. Like in this movie, he's just kind of a dick to his brother. He's just a dude who's a dick, right? Yeah, he's a dick to his disabled brother. Damn. But <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> Weird character acting, right? It's just I I'm used to here. Okay, listen, obviously I didn't have high expectations for the ice road. Well, However, I have better expectations for people like Liam Neeson to put on better performances than this. Okay. Like, I don't, I just don't see why his character is the way that he is. And, like, he blames it on his brother that can't hold down a job. You're the one that got fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's very, when he punched that guy in the beginning, that's Listen, very true. I understand why he punched that guy in the face. Yep. Totally justifiable to me. But then to immediately go somebody else, he can't hold down a job. Why? Why did you say that about your disabled brother? <laughs> well, it was interesting because the brother wasn't always he was he served the military for quite yeah, some he, time. Yeah, he had a traumatic brain injury. Mm. That's I guarantee you that's why he can wrench like he can wrench. That's what he did. You know? I actually wanted the ending. I actually was looking to if someone was going to die in that moment of a major character death, I thought it was going to be the other one. Could have been better. I thought that, that was guaranteed to be that way. I have an echo. I don't know why I have an echo. But he saved the rig. Truck, truck, truck. <laughs> what are you going to name the truck? Truck, truck, truck. Yep. Guess what they named the truck. Well, you heard him. Guess what they named the rig. It's a damn fine name for a truck. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why Lawrence Fishburne was so wasted either. Hmm. Maybe they were like, Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence. Four million bucks, three days shooting. We're done. <laughs> I think Lawrence Fishburne is getting four million bucks for no, doing shooting stuff. No, <laughs> they're probably like two hundred and fifty k. He's five days shoot. All right. Are we actually going to be outdoors? Yeah, for like twenty minutes. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And else you want to talk about? We talked about. I want to talk about pressure waves for a second. Okay. I don't ever remember them talking about pressure waves on ice road truckers. Now, mind you, I didn't get that deep into the ice road trucker, <laughs> the lore of ice road truckers. So is do you think fifty thousand dollars for each person is a significant amount of money to make this run? I don't or like know is, what truckers is that make. standard ice road trucking money. Hold on, what do what do I mean? I personally don't know 
Open road truck drivers make good money, but it's usually by the mile, not really per contract. Yeah. And just because uh, I'm, but just maybe it's different because of the danger factor, obviously. Someone but, has watched ice road truckers. And just been just because I'm very unfamiliar with. So when they were talking about the season being over, it was because it it, it was it was starting they were already to fall. into April. They yeah, said it was the, the, the ice road yeah, it melts was, too much to drive. Well, yeah, they on said it. the ice road season ends what the first week of March. Yeah, and then it'd been five weeks, so they they're legitimately in like mid-April. Yeah, where they won't run these jobs anymore to begin with. So yeah, yeah. so I don't know. You okay, know, so that's one of my questions was like that's a real thing, the ice road, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah the ice road yeah. trucking thing is very very real. Yeah. Um, but not in April. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think so. But I mean, I just, again, I don't, for whatever liberties they could have taken f- for creative purposes, I, I don't, I don't know. But some of those things were really cool. I know, I mean, the, the, the ice road compressions were, were cool. Although, although I don't know how much that's, you know, fictionalized. Chris did some research and says that pressure waves aren't a real thing. Yeah, which is, apparently the, uh, the, the uh, ice road community yeah, is, is very spoken. upset because there's no such thing as pressure waves. It's not a thing. Did you did did you love how um everyone everyone had a bobblehead and the yes the, the, the Native General Americans Custer. the Native Americans bobblehead was General Custer I thought that was yes amazing. I thought that was hilarious <laughs> I thought okay so just chiming in one last time about before we score it with the the, the, the Liam character is he seemed very too, dickish too smart to fall for the the obvious direct oh my end. god. The stupidity of these people. Oh god! He just—he yeah. seemed too dumb to to fall for whatever was being put in front of him, like for him to like pick up. You know, it's just—I don't know. It just seemed weird. And also, the what was the guy's plan? Had, I mean, so he sabotaged one rig. Yeah. What was his, what was his plan for the other two rigs if things didn't go his way? I guess is my question. I assume it ends with the explosives, right? It's got you. To. You'd have to think. I it mean, does, listen, yeah. all they have to do is blow that little bridge up that collapses anyway. Yeah. Because, I mean, listen, they almost didn't make that anyway. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have taken much to swing that whole thing because, you know, even if one's sitting on the other side of the bridge, once the bridge collapses, like, they wouldn't – they're out of time. Yeah. So – But why wouldn't you just – if that was your goal to – I mean, if that was your goal to make them not – I mean, that, because you just pocket a lot of payroll like that, then well, why not just sabotage the bridge – yeah, well, why, why not just hop on a snowmobile? Why well, go well, through this intricate plot of sending, a, sending your assassin? Why not just slow them down enough at the beginning that they don't even get to leave? Yeah. Hold up or, the or that, yeah. for an hour. Like, because it closes the oxygen window. Yeah. And after that window is closed, it doesn't matter how fast they True. get there. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it, it was definitely a mix of oxygen and methane, though. No, well, the, the suff- they were suffocating. They were literally, you can breathe methane in small amounts. As long as there's regular oxygen around. Okay, okay. Because the, that, that, that one guy methane every day. Because that, that one guy he kind of maintained the order by you know threatening with with his lighter. Oh right? no! Listen, they still could have exploded and died, but they were running out of breathable air. Okay, okay. So that's that was what, okay. that was the problem. Apparently, so I guess that's apparently to bypass every mine safety measure. All you have to do is turn off a sensor. So. <laughs> Which is incredible. Which you think <laughs> as soon as that sensor went off, there'd be a sensor somewhere else saying that sensor window went well, off. I love that like the mine itself doesn't blow up; it blows up a truck driving on the <laughs> But I mean, so one of my questions I asked you is: so towards the end of the film, towards right, before, right in, in the in the last last act, there is an avalanche caused by our 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 assassin, which completely immobiles one truck. So both trucks are facing one direction, 
And then they okay. somehow get this horrendously heavy load off of one truck and mm-hmm. onto the next truck. And then it's just so it starts with them saying This is I, basically an advertisement for Kenworth trucks. It really is. And winches. Yes. The power of the winch. Yeah. The winch. Not the bar kind. You get a good winch and things will, your life will change. That's true <laughs> in a lot of contexts. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull your shit together. And then it just, it just cuts to them driving off That's with a quality tagline. You get pull them. your shit together. You call them. <laughs> and then it just it just cuts to them driving off with the load they've somehow taken off one truck and gotten on their truck. And there's no but then the other dude just goes and gets in the other truck, backs up, reverses, drives forward again like nothing happened. Like there wasn't a, he, a goddamn avalanche. It's time to duct tape the window <laughs> Close. Yeah, that was a lot of odd choices made. I can imagine when you get into production, it's like, um, just we're not we're going to cut those two scenes. Of them I wonder who greenlit the twelve minute fight scene. Like, I don't why. Especially, like, I mean, you want to talk about some unbelievable shit in this movie? Those, some of those fight scenes are so unbelievable. Swinging a car across the canyon with the, just a single rope and the axle and the that's the wrong movie. Oh actually. shit, they're both so unrealistic. I couldn't believe <laughs> they it. are. They really are no, though. That's I'm not mixing my movies. I'm sorry. True. That's Let's okay. score it. Yeah. All right, Liam, you've done better. Um, I'll go first. I'm just going to give this movie a four. Uh, it's very watchable to me, uh, but I mean, again, I love Liam Neeson and I, I love other cast members, but it's just you know, it's just not very good. <laughs> I'll go I'll go next. So this movie is like two different movies to me. Like the first hour and 15 minutes are completely watchable and fine. Then there's like a 20 minute gap of absolute dog shit. And then there's like 10 minutes. I'm just like, okay, this is the ending now. So, I mean, I think a four is a very fair score. And that's probably where I'm going to land on it too. But man, I had, I had, sorry. I don't know if I had higher hopes for this movie, but it definitely started way stronger than it ended. So four is good. But that's how most of the Netflix movies that we talk about end up, isn't it? They start well, again. Though seriously, end. at least this isn't two hours and twenty five minutes long. Oh, well, I guess that score. Movie's a three. It sucks. Whoa, whoa! I mean, I don't think it's. I, I don't think it warrants the sucks word. It, 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 it. How is this movie? It's not recommendable. Okay, that's the first part. It's not Liam's best performance, so you can't recommend it for that reason. Characters suck. Plot sucks. Yeah, okay. I'll put the holes in it. No, 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 no. I'm not done yet. Char- the the one dramatic character death that matters sucked. Your villain sucks. Your villain's the big bad corporation. Also, the village. The hold on. The villain is oxygen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Now. Uh, no, okay. Let me just close one. Four. It's a five. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But before we move on to it, everything you 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 gave Mortal Kombat the same score. Hold on. No, hold no. On. Mortal Kombat was fun though. Hold on, no, no, no. I give, I did give Mortal Kombat the same score because the story sucks, the characters are stupid, doesn't make any sense. It's a bad plot line. Okay, I just want to make sure that you understand that all those apply to Mortal Kombat as well. It does. Okay. I, I gave, I gave Mortal Kombat a three. Nobody good. gave Mortal Kombat higher than a four. So. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I feel like, I feel like that. I'm, I'm happy then because, like, to me, they, this one was a tough one because I love Liam and Listen, and Liam, I will watch Mortal Kombat a hundred times out of a hundred before I watch this again. I'll watch Mortal no Kombat right now. True. I'll watch Mortal Kombat two times for every one time I watch this. If I had to, for some odd reason, I, I had to. I mean, so I mean, like, like the better movie here is what Snowpiercer. 
No, the better movie is the one he did a few years ago where he's the snow plow driver. Oh, yeah, you're oh, right. Cold, 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 cold pursuit. Pursuit. That's, yeah, no, that's it. That right movie there. is way better than yeah. this. Movie. Watch that way movie. Better. Watch this crap. Because hold on, because like Liam is in his element when he's when he's getting revenge. But that's, see, he's fun he's, Liam. he's fun Liam in that movie. Like yeah. he's like, I have a particular set of skills. And <laughs> you know. We can't collectively score a movie a four, four, and a three. You try to tell me that I can't give it a three. There's just no way. I just, I just wanted to make sure that you remember that you gave Mortal Kombat a three as well. But we talked very positively I about Mortal my scoring, sir. All right. I understand. Um, let's I mean, talk about Fast Nine. All right, let's talk about <sighs> Fast Nine. Give me a minute to get the particulars out of the way. So Fast Nine, of course, came out last week. You know the cast. <laughs> director, <laughs> director Justin Lin. Uh, okay, so just give me 30 seconds. Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, uh, Natalie Emmanuel, Charlize Theron, John Cena, only go by Ludacris? Finn Ludacris Cole, uh, Swan Kang, uh, Anna Sawai, Helen Mirren, Lucas Black, Kurt Russell. Oh, man, it's just go Shea Wiggum, which again is another is a holdover from an older movie with Brian. Um, Don Omar. It, so, and the cast goes on, but you know the cast. You know, you, you you know you know the fast. So here's you know the cast. You know the fast. <laughs> <laughs> so just cut the show right there. That was good. I have never any better than that moment. I, so I wanted to, as I watched all of them this week, I kind of I I, I limited myself on my tweets, but not that you added. watched every movie this week. Well, that's I what yeah. okay, okay. So that's movies. what it was. Guys, they were so grainy; it was hard to tell. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen, gentlemen, just give me a second. Um, <laughs> So yes, they they so here's the thing about the fast universe is if you're gonna do trade if you're gonna do sequels, at least look, Fast and the Furious, I don't think is ever gonna win Oscars for whatever it's you know, for quality of any kind. But wow. way to shit on the franchise. Yeah. But like Mortal Kombat, they're always fun to watch. And they do sequels right in the fact that they bring characters back. I mean, they, more they, fast they, and more furiously. They they bring the characters. They they use the characters they have instead of like going on these stupid ass cockamamie adventures that don't matter. So fast, the Fast and Furious, and then then two and then three. Those are kind of the. I mean, the fast. I think I I legitimately think the first Fast and Furious directed by Rob Cohen is the best of the bunch. I mean, five and six are also highly regarded. I think five is probably the best, but one is still very highly up there. Um, Even though the story for that is also very ridiculous. Well, of course it is, but it's also it's also it's also coming to my house. Disrespect my family. God, worst line in cinematic history. God, guys, guys. All right, all right. We're just level out for a second. They just punches him right in the mouth. Oh my god. Um. So. Fast and the Furious does a lot of things right, and and that's why it's that's why it's great because it does a lot of things right, but but acknowledging see in this one, it acknowledges the fact that and I I this is going to be one of my major points, but now it's not because in the movie the movie it talks about how ridiculous it is and how they survive everything. So the movie's kind of self-aware, and I'm okay with that. I hated that. But are you saying that? Are you saying that Fast Nine has jumped the shark? No, I'm saying that at least they know. I mean, they're, 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 this is the filmmakers acknowledging that. Look, guys, we understand that this is fucking stupid, but we're still making movies in the universe. It's fun. Come along for the ride. That's how I kind of take it. That's exactly how I take it. Is they're acknowledging that these are absolutely asinine. But they're fun, and that's sure. got to count for something, right? I mean, 
Well, I mean, I, I've never really tuned into the Fast franchise to, you know... For the sense of realism. For, for the grounded realism of it. Well, no, but neither have I. But this is the first time I've watched them all, like, within within seven days, all of them. Like, at, I mean, even Hobbs and Shaw. Did you watch them in movie order or Fast and no, Furious? No, I watched them in... I, let, let's get one thing straight. When you're watching a saga, watch them in the goddamn order they were they were made and released in. Let's get one thing very straight why, here. Why are you yelling at me? Yeah, why is, why I'm not, because all I did was ask you a simple question. No, because people are like, but Star Wars, you can... No, you can't. It's It doesn't... There's some things that won't make sense if you watch Star Wars episodes one through nine in that order. There's some things that still won't make any sense. Um, same, I mean, so this one, this goes one, two, four, five, six, three, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I was probably right. That's how the chron- that's how the chronology goes. So only one falls out of order. Yeah, only one. But it's but, but it's all because of Han. Like that's we now they brought Han back, but that matters because Han was in all intents and purposes Han was never dead though. Really? No. Hey, stop with that nonsense. Han was absolutely dead. He oh, died. I mean, he 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 died in Tokyo Drift. There's an article on our on our social media that talks about how no 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 when we the the producer was talking about how. No, no, Han was suppo- supposed to be dead in that car wreck. Grayson took Han's death to heart. He did. He, he stands by that he made his sacrifice for the fast crew. No, I, I just smirched his legacy. I just, I, I don't bring him back. I don't like this stuff when people are like, but did you see? Did you see his body explode? No, he was in a burning car that exploded. He's, he's, he has a human body. He's dead. Yeah, but Mister Nobody said, you know, he set it up where he wouldn't. He just looked like he died. But again, they they're retroing that. And let's talk about Mister Nobody. Is maybe Kurt this Russell playing all along? One of one of the best things. Corru- I mean, <laughs> this one of the has best been a twenty five year plan. One of the best things this franchise ever did was bring Kurt Russell in. I mean, he brings. I agree with that. I agree with that. He brings gravitas to. I mean, it's silly gravitas and. Mr. Nobody operates without any impunity at all. He just does what he wants, and he's an absolutely ridiculous character. That doesn't he's not a real character, but he's Kurt Russell, and he's better than anyone else on screen at any time that he's on the screen. Sure. So I mean, wait, are you telling me that Kurt Russell is a better actor than Vin Diesel? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Also, oh, is I remember when I remember when um, Fast, so Fast and Furious, and then it was Triple X, and then and then yeah. Tokyo, and then Tokyo Drift. No, and then the second Fast and Furious movie came out, and then Tokyo Drift came out. I'm like, man, it's a shame that I remember. I remember having this conversation at Carmike Cinemas with my people working there. It's a shame that they didn't bring Vin back because if they did, and they and then they brought him back as this super agent that could wield guns and everything, I'm okay with it because he was Xander Cage. And mm. not only did Rob Cohen make the Fast and Furious, Rob Cohen made Triple X. So, and I remember in the new Triple X movie with they brought Vin Diesel back, they make a nod to. Um, they make a nod to him being Dominic Toretto in the new fit. So, like, I'm actually kind of okay with that in a weird way. But, I mean, I know some people won't because it's not the same franchise. I, I get it. I'm using my nerd voice. But, I mean. Sounded pretty regular to me. In the same in, in, in the same way that, you know, in, in, in The Rock, when, Sean, when, when, when Heath asked how he's able to do everything, he says, I was trained by the best. Piece of shit. <laughs> when he says I was trained by the best British special services, referring to being James Bond, like I'm okay with that because yeah, that's that's fine. So I mean, I just wanted to get the you know the whole like Dominic Toretto thing, I, like because for some reason, you know, they all start this franchise as racers and then they be and then. Well, I was gonna say having a background in street racing makes you an expert in everything else. Is what it's no, <laughs> well, what it seems, but 
by the yeah. end of by the end of this franchise, they're all like expert marksmen, and they all they all know how to like clear a room and like. Actually, hold on, nonsense. I just want to question Vin Diesel with the marksman side of it. He doesn't really shoot anything ever except with shotguns. <laughs> Have you ever maybe, noticed maybe that? Maybe he knows his lane. You well, know what listen, I mean? Everybody needs a guy coming in with a street well, sweeper. I mean, we I mean, get it. I mean, there's plenty of people, you know, getting ready with their with their submachine guns, get, their, their, their pack assault rifles. He's just cleaning the shotgun. Get behind the tank. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to eat bullets and throw back. But yeah, he's not exactly the guy that busts out the pistol and, you know, Crack shot from a quarter mile away. No, well, because like in the opening of the scene, they're in this jungle and like you know they've all got these tack rifles and, and clearing this this plane wreckage, and he's just got the shotgun. Like, yeah. Well, they're, well, but they're, I mean, they're looking again. It's uh, Fast Nine. I mean, it's these absurd. these it's movies. Absurd, these movie. movies are absolutely absurd. Like nothing they do. I remember so when I had um, my friend Brandon Boring, who actually did an episode with me many maybe a year ago, Star Wars, getting caught up on before episode nine came. I said like it was like years ago at this point but we we watched alvin the chipmunks one year when he came back for mm. for, for, for just to visit Rooted his family and 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 we played this game is how many times did the chipmunks die and they're like there's a part in the second we were like they're jumping from car to car and like avoiding obstacles and like so they die a lot and we just had a fun time like dead 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 but like how many so dominic toretto i stopped counting it like 37 times that Toretto wouldn't have survived the stunt he was doing. Like, at all. I mean, I don't care. Because in whatever movie... Are you movie, talking in this movie or all no, of them? No, no, all, all of them. But I but I mean, it was several movies back. That's the thing I stopped counting. And since then, it would probably been another 100. But there's... So in, in the in the movie when Jason Statham... That's seven, right? Yeah, it's seven. When when Statham is, is the bad guy. Yeah. Now they, they drive at each other head-on, full speed, twice... And both survive and walk away from those crashes. And they're going like 60 when they both just f- right into each other. Well, there's Twice a reason that Jason Statham survives. And he makes it a point to say well, right, a reinforced a, chassis. a reinforced chassis. So, yeah, his car would have smashed through the other car pretty powerfully. And he'd been like, yeah, I'm fine. But Vin Diesel was in bad shape after that. Like, they Yeah, but to- he still gets out and fights with a big wrench. Yeah, but, I mean, his arm's clearly broken and, you know. What do you do? Sever his legs? I don't know. I mean, but the thing is, like, that's that, bad on camera. That's the whole thing with, like, you thought this was going to be a street fight. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, but the whole thing is, if you go into a movie, you know, you're watching a movie play out, you know, willing suspense sure. and disbelief. I mean, that then does any of this really matter? I didn't go into this movie at all thinking, I can't wait to see how grounded reality this movie is. But no, that's, that's not, not that's not my point here. It's the point, like, I'm actually kind of okay with them going to space the way they did it because it's why not? You know, it's already we're already past that point of complete like of th- th- this is movie nine seven movies ago we passed believability of any kind. When you're jumping True. a tank in one of your movies over a canyon from one highway lane to the other, instead of that tank just literally falling instantly, yeah, you can do anything. It's just, it's no, it's just just don't forget the one, what is it, Fast 4 or 5, where they take that Corvette off like the thousand foot cliff into the water and just jump out right before the water and just swim away like nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like the canyon scene in this movie, except they go into the water. So let's let, let's talk about one scene. It's actually kind well, of the beginning. I, I, we're glossing over a really big part of this movie that I want to make sure we get it discussed before Chris has to go. The magnets? 
No, we're not going to talk about the magnets much. <laughs> God, I hope not. I want to talk about John Cena for a second. All right. Okay. Um, the new character in this world is, you know, their Dom's brother Jacob. You know, suddenly appears out of nowhere. Okay, whatever. Um, serious point though is I think a guy that an actor like John Cena or entertainer, whatever you want to refer to him as, I think he's the kind of guy that fits perfectly into this world where he's just decent enough as an actor to obviously not be outclassed by the likes of Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) And is clearly athletic enough to make stunt work look believable. Yeah. So I mean, I I wouldn't be shocked to see like, Six or seven people of the current WWE in this movie. But it, well, so that's the thing. I don't think we'll get more things like that. But I, I like the way it opens up. If the Fast franchise is going to be something in the future, okay. Obviously, they said they're going to end the Fast stuff at like the tenth movie or whatever. But so much money. Mates. Well, no. Here's the thing: because you don't have to have more Fast movies. You can have the spinoffs like yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. yeah. which is also wildly unbelievable, but a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that has The Rock and Jason Statham. You tell me you wouldn't watch a movie with, like, Han and John Cena's character, Jacob? No, you wouldn't watch that movie? I, mean, I would. would, yeah. Right? So, like, I like his, like, when he comes into this franchise, obviously, as a completely now made-up character um, that never existed before, he fits right in. And yeah. it's all the problems that are with this movie, he is not one of them. Like, not really at all. Like, his acting's fine, his fight scenes are fine, and they don't really fight too much at all. I know. Like, once for a minute? Yep, that's it. That's kind of it. Uh, that's your big fight scene. And then they hash some shit out, and then, you know, clearly we'll see him again. It's Oh, bad. that's, I mean, that that one, one of my thing is, when, when, when Dominic just rips those chains down and somehow brings the entire ceiling, I'm like, oh my god. Listen, listen. He's superhuman. But, like, at, at this point, they're in love with the, I mean... Toretto can pretty much do anything. Yes. R- ripping steel girders off a building? Are you kidding me? You, no human being can do that. I mean, I, I did care. watch Hobbs once walking down the street with a minigun, which somebody thankfully reminded me of that scene. <laughs> I did. I tell you what, yeah. When he's just, oh, it's just Hobbs. <laughs> walking with a fucking helicopter minigun. You're telling me the, the Toretto fight scene that we got when he closes the door that you knew was happening? You didn't tell me that you didn't achieve maximum erection at that point. Come on, man. That's like turgid. I mean, like a, like a maximum like guy awesome erection. Like sure, guy boner, right? Like that's like, it. I don't, right? yeah, I don't yeah. mind that because awesome that, or, that's what that's well, why it happened. Yeah, I don't understand. I, mean, I, don't, I don't, a text message that would state that you would probably enjoy that. I don't mind that because that fits right in with all the complete whatever Dom can do anything kind of mythos behind Toretto now, which. How when do you think they when do you think they realize? So the first three movies you can tell are all are like they're kind of hit and miss, and Tokyo Drift was kind of a low point for the franchise. No, the a second one was like a lot of people like Tokyo Drift. Well, Tokyo Drift was different it was. because the second movie's actually pretty bad. It was. And Tokyo Drift, not a lot of people liked it because it wasn't Toronto. The, the it wasn't. That's yeah. I mean that's the that's why people didn't like it. Now it's like, well, if we didn't have the third Tokyo Drift movie or you know, third Fast and Furious, like you don't have any other movie. Well, you don't have Han. It is the absolute key to everything Fast and Furious. That's the thing, but you don't have Han. But, like, there are also some purists that say, like, no, 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 no. Two doesn't exist. But I'm like, you don't have Roman Pierce without two. Nope. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, then, I mean, I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised they didn't kind of rework his entry into the franchise 
another time. Because well, here's the thing. Him and Brian knew each other before that movie. That's my point, though. So they could have went, oh, I mean, you can't really retcon things without Paul Walker anymore. Oh, and can, can we just address that? Listen, clearly Paul Walker died in our actual world many years ago. Sadly, tragically. Why haven't they killed? Like, what is the end game with this character now? You you can't. I think you can't go back to the because you can't kill. You 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 can't have an off screen death for someone like Brian who's been in seven movies. Okay, okay. I I understand that. And the, my point would be then, why don't they just stop acknowledging him? That's that's the whole thing. Is like because in in the end of seven. They do this actually kind of touching and kind it's of a beautiful very thing. Montage. Yeah. Where they so they listen because that was done after he died. Yeah, so so he's he's you know him and Vin are having one last race, and it's that it's that song. I forget who sings it, but it's a very yeah. touching song, and it's you know this is one one last I'm going to be with you for the last ride, and it's like and then he just kind of like rides off into the sunset, like heaven. They gave him his own send off. Yeah. And then in the next movie, they just acknowledge him that he that he's in the world again. Well, like in this movie, they're like he's around, like he's doing. He's the one watching the kids this time. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was clever, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then, but here's the thing: like I was, I was more okay with that than saying, "Hey, he'll be here in a minute." And then at the very end of the movie, his car pulls up to the thing. Like, what? Yeah. What's the plan here? Yep. But, you know, obviously they've tied somehow. Tied. Well, hold on, that's okay. supposed, supposed to be him. I thought that was supposed to be his brother. No, it's supposed no, to be him. That's Brian's car. That's, oh, that's okay. Brian's, yeah, that's Brian's okay. car. Gotcha. That's okay. Brian's car from that's his dream car. Now listen, that could be a clever twist that it ends up being Jacob in that car. Yeah. But that's Brian's car. Okay, gotcha. But yeah. No, it would, so that, would, that just, wouldn't be a twist. I wouldn't I just I just don't see why they haven't just kind of like let the Brian let character go. let go. Yeah. But in I I mean not as a joke. Somehow they've worked Han's death in three into like four other pieces of other movies. Yeah. So maybe they got a plan for something. But listen, Paul Walker ain't making that cameo, bro. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I mean, apparently his brother looks pretty similar and with some makeup. They, they, they like, I it. think that's semi disrespectful. Yeah. Well, so like, so like, it's a personal thing with because like, Vin Diesel's. I mentioned this earlier. He's a producer on this stuff, right? Like, this is his it's money. His studio. So it's like I don't think they're gonna eat it. I, I would be surprised for him to just replace his character with a different actor. You know that's, what I mean? See, that's why I think if they were going to do something to add closure, like I don't like the scene, the scene that Grayson mentioned in seven where they drive off together. Most of that was seen with his brother filling the role okay. of Paul. Okay? okay. Which it's fine. It would have been a nice end point, you know, just let it, let it, that be the end of it. But like, I don't think you can bring him in and have him be like, Hey, Brian's back. And yeah. he looks a little weird, but <laughs> it's definitely mostly Brian. I, look, I, 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 I need to be on my face. I had to go undercover for Dude, a while. Listen, I, I wrecked that car, and oh. but here's I, the thing. I mean, during I this, this figured. yes, to, during this part of the conversation, that some things might be laughable. We're not. We're. I'm trying to be. Res, I mean, respectful to Paul Walker, but like, I mean, what Roger? I mean, I was warned that we should put a little preamble saying, you know, hey, you know, we're not well, trying to be I, mean, I mentioned that. I said that a minute ago. Like, yeah, yeah. We're not to years ago. Like, I think it's disrespectful if they try to bring that character back. I, I, I kind of agree with that because, it, once again, I, and I'd be surprised if they did with who actually makes a lot, calls a lot of the shots for this stuff, be, right. with it being his studio. So I don't see them replacing that character with another actor. So maybe they just keep him in the background. Kind of, kind of like a, you know, he'll always live on kind of thing. Maybe that's what it is. Well, so again, though, I think they can always live on by not acknowledging him too much. Like here, 
the problem I had with this movie wasn't that Brian was with the family while we sort this part out. Yeah. I have no issue with them saying something like my that. My issue is where's who's who like where's the actual kid? No. Okay. Well, my issue in that point is the car part that pulls up when he, that's definitely Brian's car at the end. Like that's yeah. the issue I have with this movie. Okay. I don't I mean that's one of the minor issues we have because like, oh, no, we've already we've already done the Brian. They go into space, they do like a tank falls out of the sky, nearly kills Tyrese after he's laughing oh, about how he's that. basically unkillable. You know, they they somehow they're teleporting from place to place in minutes. <laughs> I mean, listen, the fast the Fast and Furious movies have never been overly believable. The first one is probably the most grounded. I mean, what is the most grounded? Two kind of is two, right? Two doesn't do anything. Two takes over the, the dumbness of the first one, and you know, just kind of pushes Repeat. a little bit farther. Uh, yeah, but. You know, this is what we expect. At one point during seven, you know, they drive from building into another building into another building, and yet somehow this just gets blown out of the water by them ending up in space. <laughs> you know? Or at one point, you know, Hobbs reaches down and turns a torpedo off of the ice and points <laughs> another direction. So, like, I don't. The believability thing obviously is not. A, <laughs> Is not grounded. This franchise is not grounded. You're throwing that out when you go to see this movie. Yeah. Which is okay. But here's my problem is with it is even for the unbelievable part, it's not very entertaining because they poke fun at themselves too much about it. Like the whole Tyrese, we can't that, die. Yeah, we talked about Okay. This. You yeah. know, we, we mentioned that part. But then, like, so they end up in space. Okay. I get it. They actually have a fairly clever reason why they end up in space. Yeah. How they get back to space is completely fucking stupid. You know what I mean? They knock on the door of the ISS. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, at, once you've launched a car into space, can't you just say, well, we had a way to get it back to? Yeah. You know, put parachutes on the back of it and be done with it. Well, no, because it would burn up in the atmosphere. No, 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 but that was kind you, of... You make up some shit, right? But Hold that on. Was, I, I like that. How long do you think they'd be stuck at that space station? Months. Oh, more than that. And years. immediately arrested once they returned to Earth. <laughs> immediately like forever prison yeah yeah how did you get into space you're going to jail forever <laughs> yeah you thought it was bad when they ended up in like when they had to bus stays them out of like max security prison no they're going to forever prison because <laughs> illegal rocket takeoffs things like that god damn and then in, in Cologne, when they're racing those cars against the the jets taking off like that wouldn't you no airport in the world would allow that to happen no airport. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, they were in a apparently, very third world country. Apparently, Russia Cologne? gets pretty wild. Hold on, hold on. Cologne's in Germany. Oh, so. whatever. Still. Germany's <laughs> not a third world country. I said, what I said. Germany's not a third world country. I said what I said. Listen, Middle Europe, Wild West. <laughs> Fair. Um, so, there's, so, why don't we get back to the other thing? Like, so in the beginning, when the thing in the beginning, how they're escaping the military and driving through the landmines, and that's the whole thing. When I mean, you, if you've seen the trailer, if you've seen one of the sixteen trailers of this movie, that's the thing. You've seen every part of this movie, right? You've seen yeah, some trailer. Trailers, yeah. When when Dom tries to use the car to hit the the, the stone pylon and then rocket, they everything you know has to go perfect. Well, that's, like that's on the swing point. and just kept swinging. But that's the whole thing. It's like everything has to be perfect for that to hit. And there's no way. There's no way Don could know any of that. Like there's, Grayson. there's literally no way. Grayson, he 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 has a history of street racing. He knows everything. Well, okay. Well, let's, let's go back to street. Between racing. him and his family, yeah. So they when got we, this shit sorted out. When we when we retcon this and we go back to 1989, 
Um, okay, I like that part of this movie, by I the way. I expected it. I, I thought that was it, interesting. I expected it earlier in the franchise. Perhaps when they were going to bring Dom back into the fold in four, I thought that's what – I mean, if you're going to do it, then you do it. I don't know why they waited – why we waited this long to, A, find out – I mean, we know Dom's father was dead. We didn't exactly know how. But now we know how and we know – this is the guy that he's been – that in the beginning he was accused of beating someone half to death with with, with a wrench. That's the, the guy, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's, that's, that's the guy. Um, so Which it is, is brought same, full circle. the same thing he uses in his fight scene with – Hobbs, isn't it? Only, yes. only the wrench he uses Damn, with Hobbs is, is like two foot long. It's, it's massive. That's for a tank. Um, so, but the point is, I, I, I'm not sure how successful that is. Oh I like God. that part though. Like, I think it, it makes so it's the more grounded in reality part of this movie. It's true. Like, it's not even close. Like, we always knew his dad died at a, a stock car race. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And they it, show it happen, and I they mean, show and they show what splits the family and why we never talk about Jacob. Like, I get trying to write that in and make it semi-believable, and I'm okay with that. Well, here's the thing. If you talk if you talk about everything you see in the 1989 scenes, it's all could be in any movie you watch, Well, yeah, right? well, here's the thing. It directly corresponds with what he says exactly to Brian in the first movie. Yeah. When he shows him the Charger for the first time. Okay. It's well, exactly what he says. Well, it's one of those things. Like, you Except know, he never mentions Jacob. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, so they're just driving They're just driving stock cars. There's a wreck. You know, they're working on the car in a pit crew. His dad burns up and dies. His dad dies. He beats someone with a wrench. Those are all things that are actually extremely grounded in reality. Yeah. I get it. Well, because because um, um what what's the guy's name who made that? Um, Rob Cohen, who was yeah. like back in those days, those movies were. I mean, like this, where the Fast franchises now makes Fast and the Furious and Triple X from two thousand one and two thousand two look very believable and grounded, because those movies, by definition, were not anywhere near what we are. This now. movie looks makes X Men look grounded. Which I mean, X-Men? this is All just <laughs> this is just. This is pure ridiculous, pure ridiculous. But it, but for some reason, yeah, I'll, I'll pose, know? I'll pose the actual question: Does it matter? No, no. But that's 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 why I was so entertained by this when they went to space. Like, who cares? Well, yes, I actually love this. So I, I, I'll, I'll counterpoint that. I wasn't really entertained with it. Mostly, you know, this is their own fault. Because listen, Fast should have came out a year ago. Okay, so there's been lots of trailers. Nothing in this movie was a surprise. That's true. Nothing at all, right? Yeah. Every major thing you saw happens in at least a snippet in some trailer. Like, you know Han's back. You know John Cena's his brother. You know they're going to space. You know they're launching that car off the cavern. You know she's catching the car on the plane. You know Helen Mirren's in this movie. You know Kurt Russell's in this movie. None of that is a surprise at all. Why not hold the Han In this movie's defense. Why not? Why, Why do movies make 12 trailers? But in, in this movie's, in this movie's defense, it's it's been delayed several times. That's what I mean, right? They they want to pump up the interest, and I get it. You know, you just can't you can't drive the same three minute clip over and over again for a year. No, but here's also the thing: is you also, I mean, we've seen so the interest is waning because the first week it did four hundred and four million around the world, and the second week it's still not above five hundred. So yeah, the interest has gone down seventy five percent. It an eighty percent drop, which is standard. But like it's not going to get better. So no. we thought. I mean, 
I honestly thought if, if last week was 400, I, w- I would have thought it would, be, it, would be, it would be right around the 600 mark right now. But I guess I'm that's wrong. A, or... That's a bunch. That's only a 50% decrease. Mm-hmm. That's But like Marvel movies only only have like a 30% About decrease. an 80% decrease. Marvel I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that in week three it makes more money than it did in week two. Okay, well, well maybe. maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, I would be extremely I surprised. I bet it does. So, but, I mean, so then – I am to assume by the numbers given to me, if the interest level is still the same as always been in Fast and the Furious, then it's still people kind of worry about going to the theater. Yes. Okay. That's 100% part yeah. of it. Just like Black Widow. Yeah. What do you think Black Widow opens to? About the same as Fast, I bet. Yeah. For, well, Fast and Four, that, that's a good number. Fast and 404 in, in the first week. So that's, yeah. that's one that Damn we can good. use to gauge now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, that's great. No, we actually we have a new bar. Yeah. Fast I don't think you gauge off of that because I think Fast is a bigger franchise. So I, I wanted to I point out the movie is what we use, right? So no. yes. So I wanted to point out then the Rotten Tomatoes score for sixty um, percent, and the audience score is eighty-two. So people aren't hating this. Well, again, though, this is the definition of a popcorn movie. Yeah, this is not a movie you think about. It's like Godzilla. Story doesn't matter. You turn this movie. There's on a big point. giant monkey and a big giant lizard, and they're gonna beat the shit out of each other. Monkey. Uh, yeah, but that's something that I'm okay with. Here's a know? Toretto. Here's a Toretto. We're gonna smash cars and then beat the shit say, out of each other. I was gonna other. say it's a bold move for you to call. So John okay, okay. Lizard, right? <laughs> so <laughs> let, 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 let me ask you this: the whole thing with Jacob. And I'm sorry, spoilers. You know, siding with Dom in the end. We all you you, you saw that oh, coming. Oh, that's a spoiler. Family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if I had to have one more slow close up and smile from from something family moment in this movie, I was gonna lose my mind. Well, that's the thing is like this movie is. I mean, there used to be a game one. People used to say if 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 you watch any of the movies past three, after three, and you take a shot, and every every time the word family is said, you're gonna be very drunk very quickly. Um, but that's. I actually was kind of mad we didn't get more Kurt Russell than just that distress video. Well, hold on, I think that's going to be the entire point of ten, right? Yeah, I think I think I think it all comes. Together. I'm not trying to be like, like a deep dive into the fast lore, <laughs> but that has to be the big point of ten. Because listen, ten is supposed to be supposed to be the end of that story. I'll, I'll I'll bet you it's. It's going to be like Harry Potter and like I, – I bet you it's going to be two parts. Ten will be two, well, two parts. Fine. You're right. We need to split up. The- you can't make fast one, two parts. One five-hour fast movie. You can't, Give it to you me, you cowards. You can't make fast <laughs> two parts. That movie is just three hours and 60, uh, 50 minutes in the theater is all that is. Let's make it happen. No, I, I'm actually kind of okay. I want a four-hour and forty-six-minute runtime of Fast Ten. <laughs> well, they better call it FX, right? It's got to be titled FX. There's no other way to do this. No, just call it fast. Well, the the, the official the official name for this movie is F9 colon the Fast Saga. That's yeah, the official name dumb. for this movie. Which is dumb. I don't Colons think it's stupid. I, I don't think it's. I mean, they're just doing it, it's it's a fan service move, which you know I'm all for that. Um, there's some other things I want to talk about, as in like you say you don't want to talk about the magnets. I don't want to talk. About the, look, that's well, that's so, just well, here's the thing. Of, also, in the trailers. Everything's yeah, in the trailer. trailer. Yeah. Everything is in the trailer. There's not one thing not in the trailer. Um, and and you asked me, Chris, another stunt that I thought was more so the 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 most one of the more previous stunts I thought was the most like oh my god how in the world is he still alive is when Brian is in the end of seven is literally hanging off the cliff on the edge of the bus 
and he somehow Nathan Drake's his way up the bus and then he's so as the bus is falling when he gets back on his feet he's running up the bus the falling bus as he's falling and then letty is driving and she pulls she hits the e-brake and does like a she she whips her back end around and he grabs the like the the fender and like i'm like if you do that a hundred times you might does the return favor for this one though when letty gets hit off the motorcycle you know he power slides and catches her on the hood which she definitely would have bounced off that hood and been like And it's just bounce into the underbrush. Bounce into a landmine. Bounce into a tree split in half. Yeah. That's so I, and, 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 dead Letty. And I love how for some reason he's also already died once. Oh, let's play a game called hashtag Dead Letty in that No, so I love how you can you you can get over a landmine by just going fast. Like oh, I'm not, actually, I'm not, you know what? I've played enough Call of Duty that I know that that is absolutely possible. <laughs> no, <laughs> if no, you no, just no, sprint no. and just keep running, you know, you only get a little blast damage on yeah, the backside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, your front tire is going to hit it first, and then as soon as your front tire displaces, which is like a fraction of a second, it's going to no, one second delay. Seven, yeah, one second About delay. Seventy miles an hour. He said it. One second delay, man. Eighty. Oh, was it whatever? 80. I mean, <laughs> look, but the sixty. I mean, the whole Roman Pierce thing, I can't – he – they've got to rethink because his well, – Hold on. Did you remember when he threatened to quit the Fast franchise when they brought The Rock in? Who did that? Tyrese. 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 Really? Tyrese, this is a real thing. He threatened to quit the Fast franchise because he thought The Rock was going to come in and take over because, of course, he's going to be a more important character than Roman because, you know, of course he is. And then it was like alternate headline: Tyrese Gibson quits the Fast franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm actually kind of mad we didn't get uh, Hobbs in this movie. We do not get any Hobbs in this movie. We definitely get Deckard Shaw though. Yeah. So make sure you watch the mid credit scene at least. Was there anything all the way at the end? I didn't stay. Not so. not all not all at the end. Okay. Just ju- just so, that. Did I ever tell you the story about the first Fast and Furious movie about how I didn't know it had a scene at the very end of the credits? No. Because a lot of people still don't know that. At the very end of the credits, the absolute end credits, like Marvel style, of the first Fast and Furious movie, there is Dom just driving through Mexico in Brian's little orange car. Huh. So, and he's like talking to himself about, you know, family. Um, and other, yeah, other Toretto things. But like, I didn't know that was there for years until I was legitimately, we were, I was at a party in college and somebody had it on like VHS and like <laughs> playing, but no, it, it had ended and nobody stopped it. And then it was like, there was something else on the screen. And you're like, whoa. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> no, it's just like, I don't watch the end of the credits, you asshole. So I, I, I want to mention one more thing. And then I think I'm ready to score. Okay. I don't, Grayson, you said you like you kind of like this part. I didn't like the whole acknowledgement of them being invincible by Ty- by Tyrese's character. I, not at all. I I'll, I'll enjoy it only if they absolutely become invincible. Well, that's the thing, like right? Ascended like, to the next uh, unless unless they fully it. commit to that in ten and just have just a ball like just with it. Eating bullets. <laughs> <laughs> like I did not like the fact that they kept on they, they kept on playing with it because it, pull, it that pulled me out of this movie more than anything else. Because they actually like went out of their way to like almost kill him so many times in these like kind of surprising they, ways. They could have done that better and had like one big "you almost died" scene. Yeah, something like been. that. Yeah. But hold on, hold hold on, hold on. But doesn't that just fit right in with the whole thing? Like, okay, oh, no, it's very on brand no, for this. Yeah, no, it's, no, I get that part, but like the the hard nod to it in that way. Especially when like that tanker thing's supposed to fall on him and, and kill him, but surprise, it fell in the, in, in cartoon esque style in just the right spot to not to him be okay. 
that actually pulled me out a little, like a, more than a little bit. I, I didn't like it. Whatever, just let them be invincible, and if they never mention it again, it'll be better. If they or if they go all in, it'll be better. But don't don't do that again. Like that that actually no pulled half me out. measures. Yeah, I'm, unacceptable. I mean, I'm actually okay with that only because there's only one more movie left. I mean, or I mean, honest to God, as of right now, I, I wish they would just go away for ten years. Because like, there's no more story to tell except when the kids oh, grow no. up. There's plenty of story. No, 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 to no. Tell. It, it, fine. But if you're gonna milk the franchise, you have to let the kids grow up a little bit. I'm what surprised kids? they haven't. Who's Dude, kid? Dom, Dom kid? Dom, Dom, Dom and Brian has two kids, and Dom has a kid. No, no, we've never seen Brian's kids. We've so, definitely seen Brian's kids. Yeah, one um, of them. One. Jack, so, when the house blows up. Yeah, one. Oh. Jack has been in three movies now. Seven. So what, you, seven want to, you want to fast forward fifteen years? No, I'm just saying. But why do we keep doing this? We're like, oh, there's another villain you guys got to catch. Like, just wait, just go I mean, away listen, for ten years. They're spies now. That's what <laughs> I mean. You're, you're, listen, I don't know why you left. That's what they are. There's they're intelligence people. You know they have which a, is the biggest oxymoron ever. You know the fast crew is fucking <laughs> intelligence. You know they have a. Uh, they have a history of street racing, so they know everything. Okay, that that was funny True. like four times ago. Yeah, well, it's it, it's it's what they it's what they operate under. You can learn a lot from family. family. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's, there's okay, Rod. Let me ask you, Chris. There's nothing else you want to discuss before we. Oh, hold on, Chris has got a hard out here. So, Chris, you want to score it real quick? Yeah, I'm gonna score this. This movie sucks, <laughs> but it's it is fun, right? So, like, this is okay. This movie. This is Mortal Kombat bad fun. Th- th- yeah, this movie isn't good, right? Like, this is a bad movie. For every reason we talk about a bad movie, but you know what you're getting into with this, it, like a- as a score, as a movie, and what it does for like you know m- movie cinema. This thing's this thing's bad, but it's fun. Like, I I went into this knowing I wasn't gonna think. Well, this isn't grounded in reality. I was waiting to see them go to the moon and what they were gonna do leading up to that point. This is a perfectly serviceable serviceable five. And, like, the production's big enough, the action scenes are cool enough where you're just, like, you can watch this thing at any point and be entertained if you watch it. So, yeah, this, this is a hard five. I, I have two more questions for you real quick, Chris. Is there yeah. – it's a five on our scale. What about on the Fast and Furious scale? I haven't seen them all to give that a – I don't think a fair shake. But Fast and Furious scale? Oh, okay, well, we have nine movies, right? So I can just rate this one. But, to no, no, nine. but like you put, I mean, on the same scale that Mortal Kombat on the Mortal Kombat scale is you, you, you gave an eight, and I, I think with five. You. No, no, I think five is my Mortal Kombat scale because otherwise, otherwise, this movie is this movie is a is a is a three. Okay, well, that's 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 fair. Okay, okay, yeah. And five also, is, five and also, is the Mortal Kombat scale. Well, you can't answer the question. What's the best franchise? Because you haven't seen all the Fast. I think so. Out of the ones I've seen, though. The one with the, the one with uh, with Shaw's brother. Well, which Shaw's brother? Because they're both brothers. Oh, they're multiple Shaw oh, brothers. God damn. Oh no! <laughs> well, you, you usually said Shaw brothers. It could be Owen Shaw or Deckard Shaw. I don't know which one you're Deckard talking. Deckard Shaw, the one the, the one where where the girl dies. On, oh, so the, the guy Luke That's Owen. Owen oh, Shaw. Yeah. Deckard. Okay. Yeah, that Deckard one. Deckard is Jason Statham. Okay. And All I right. Have, gotcha. I have a real problem with how he's how he's introduced to. But yeah, no, no, so 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 I think that one's the best movie that I've seen out of the out okay. of the fast movies. Right. That or Tokyo enough. Drift. I actually like Tokyo Drift. Oh, I love Tokyo Drift. That's got, I, I think Tokyo I Drift has good. some great moments. 
Yeah, I think it's good. It's a lot better now that I know that Han doesn't die. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. It's, 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 you know, I know Kurt Russell set this in motion. Though. Yeah, so I mean, if you think about it in that spirit, <laughs> when, forward. when you watch three knowing that Shaw doesn't actually die in that crash, changes your whole perspective of the movie. That's good. Damn, it's spectacular. God. Top two instantly, just in that moment. All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm hard out, guys. This has been real. It's been fun. I'll see you, Chris. Thanks, man. Yep. So, Roger, there's a few more things that I want to ask you about. So, All right, let's go. Because so we, I mean, just just a few a few minutes. We always talk about you know like, so I mean, the the motto of our show is I just hope it doesn't Toretto. suck. <laughs> Disrespected my family. So the motto of our show I just hope it doesn't suck. And you know how I'm always trying to pull out. Well, there's well the movie may not have been great, but it did this really well. I like that. Nice of things. Yeah, I know. I think this is one of those movies that that lives completely in the gray area where it's just in love with itself. And when you go to watch a fast movie, you know exactly what you're going to. And you've got to be – for like those two hours and 20 minutes, it's kind of like – I always talk about the Marvel bubble. Inside the fast bubble, these things are great. But outside the fast bubble, they're not – they're actually kind of not great at all. But what bubble do you look at it in? Um, I think if you look at this movie in any bubble, you have to look at it inside of its own fast bubble, right? You, I, th- I think you'd have to, yeah. Like, there's nothing spectacular here, you know, especially for this movie. This movie, for me, is going to actually rate pretty low on its fast scale. I mean, this is the epitome of middle, right? Like, I, no I, would, I would agree with you. I, I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's the worst. Now, there's definitely worse movies in this. I'll be honest, this is I was very disappointed in this movie. And not because it's not believable or anything like that. It's just it wasn't very entertaining. And that's a problem. It's like I look at it as this movie's kind of stupid. It does dumb things, has bad dialogue, and it's ridiculous. And ridiculous can absolutely be fun. And there are some times in this movie where the ridiculousness is fun. Most of it's bad, though. I agree with you. I mean, almost spot on. It's just I try to pull out – I mean, the the big thing for me, and I always have one big thing going into sequels, is like if Han's alive, then I, then the importance of this movie to me is Han being alive. Yes. Which is well, weird like, Which is weird that well, it's so late it, in the it, franchise. It's two-part, though. With Han being alive, sure, we get that character back. We also introduce Jacob. That's got to be there for a reason. Of course. Right? But I mean – to me, Jacob is a throwaway character. I mean, any. I mean, not, so I guarantee you, he's vitally important to the rest of the, the remaining movies in the Fast franchise that we get. Whether it's Fast Ten or another Hobbs and Shaw movie, he's very important. So that, and again, that's one of my one of the things I want to ask you is how many more movies in in, in the core franchise do you think we get as opposed to spinoff films? Well, I know that the original plan, since they moved on to like seven, eight, nine was to take it to 10 and kind of end the Toretto saga, okay? Like, that was going to be the end of that. Now, obviously, with Hobbs and Shaw, um, The Rock's character, Hobbs, uh, Deckard Shaw, Jason Statham's character, and now with John Cena's character, uh, Jacob Toretto, I think that kind of changed a little bit because I think we're going to get it with Han here, too, because Han is also an actual spy, (laughs) right? Well, rec- rec- recruited by Mr. Nobody, as in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. So here's the thing. You missed this in the credits, and I'm going to spoil some mid-credits stuff here for a minute, so I don't care if you bother and don't like me. Um, we get to see Shaw for the first time, or the only time in this movie, and he's basically hitting a punching bag, and there's a bad guy in it or a good guy. I don't, I don't even know what his actual stance is anymore. 
um, morally gray character. Um, and he has a bit of dialogue with a guy. He's got stuffed in a punching bag as he's wailing on it. And he gets a knock at the door and he opens up the door and it's Han. Okay. Okay. That's where this movie ends. Well, because Han, Statham killed Han. That's the whole thing. Is yep. when they when when they retroed it, that was, he was the one. But who I mean, was... does that mean we get a Hobbs, Han, and Shaw? <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that retro is so they 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 retroed it once when they introduced at the end of six and the beginning of seven. You see the same scene where it's Deckard Shaw walking away from the burning car, and then they retro it again when for some reason. Somehow they've gotten Han out of the car, and Mister Nobody set this up a long time ago. But yep. so did was Mister Nobody working with Deckard Shaw? Because Mister mm. Nobody's agent was Giselle. Yes, and, and and she dies by saving Han. Well, and here's the thing: they've actually said that she's dead. No, no, I don't expect her to come back. Oh. I mean, she died. She made Hold a choice. On. Why don't you expect her to come back? Because. Oh no no no, 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 no! Hold on, hold on a second. Why? What's the, what? If anything is the is the point of her coming back, Dude, her Han's, dying. That's Han's lady, bro. Well, but so when Han died in the end of three, and then we didn't, but before we knew four went back and went back in the in the story a little bit timeline. Giselle chose. So Giselle was hanging on. She made a sacrifice. She made. She sacrificed herself to. She let go, grabbed her gun, and shot the guy that was going to kill Han. But I mean, she her body hit the ground and died. Um, I don't think you can retro that only because they haven't done it yet. Um, and also because I, I mean, she, I mean, in the end of four, when they're driving around to one of the, to, to, to one of the songs that, you know, sold the soundtrack for the, that fast movie, you know, they talk about going to Tokyo and he's like, no, there's no hurry. We'll, he's we'll like, get we'll get there. there. Because you still had two more movies of Han before he went to, before he got to Tokyo. And, and at the end of all the movies, she says, let's go to Tokyo. And he's like, nah, we'll get there eventually. And then her death is what makes him go to Tokyo. Yep. So, I mean. I feel like Giselle's. She's, Could be her perceived death. She, but man, how many? You gotta stop bringing characters back. Just let them be dead. Um, I mean, but this 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 goes into the Marvel thing. Is now Toretto has like, Toretto's table has grown exponentially. Yeah. You know, Mister Nobody sat at the, at, at the table. And where did where did Scott East, or Eastwood's character go? He was the one. He was the mini nobody. Oh, here's seven. the thing. I, I think I think with that. Well, we're more likely to see him show up in a Hobbs and Shaw movie than we are in a Fast movie at this point, unless they unless it's to pick up Mister Nobody from somewhere. But you know, if if they, I don't think they're gonna see. My whole thing is, I don't think they're gonna stop. I think they're gonna do one one more trilogy. I really think they're gonna try to squeeze one more trilogy out of all this stuff. And I mean, I, mean listen, I, I don't. I'll be watching anyway. I don't really care. You know, I don't care either. I mean, it's not. But I mean, I don't care because it's 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 more of a sure. Why not? I'm into yeah, well, it. Well, <laughs> just make it entertaining. See, that's the problem I have with this movie is it's just not very entertaining. I, I, I didn't think it wasn't entertaining. I just didn't think it was as entertaining as five, as four, five, or six. Yeah, the previous movies <laughs> have been significantly better than this. So I don't know. I mean, that's, what else do you want to talk about with this guy? I'm kind of done with it. You're you're Toretto'd out for the time being. Family. <laughs> You're uh, you're you're no no longer fast or furious. No. Um. I mean, what, what about just briefly Helen Mirren's character? I mean, she was in there to Helen. she was yeah. in there to deliver a lot of information very quickly, and I and I'm okay with that. You know, the whole like tongue in cheek of Dom, you're you're my favorite American. You're my favorite American. And I, you know, I'm kind of okay with that. It is Helen Mirren, and it's like, which one of my boys do you want to talk to? So I yeah. mean, I'm okay. So with her still being in this movie, that means 
when they do a final movie, be it ten or twelve or well, you know, how, fifteen, how well, so far they think take about it. think about the cast. If you brought everybody that's still technically alive in their universe together, okay, we got Hobbs and Shaw, we got the entire Tredo clan minus Brian, technically, right? Yeah. Um, we would have well, minus Han. minus Vince too, because Vince was brought back in six and then died in six. Well, he actually died, or so. one of the five or six. I can't remember which five or six. Yeah, he died. <laughs> um, what else? How many other people we'd have with that? I mean, there's there's a ton of people around that table. Yeah, there's there's, there's like sixteen people around that. It's table. a big table. Well, you got a big family. <laughs> I mean, and you have three kids. I mean, it just the list goes on. I mean, yeah. Dom and Letty, of course. You know, and the whole. You know, and then I to to to, to be honest, and so in in eight, the whole thing about Dom being coerced by pictures of his son, like that was the dumbest fucking plot device I'd ever seen in my life. He put his whole crew in danger to save his son. That just doesn't. I don't think Dominic I mean, would ever. Thing, done I don't understand why he just didn't tell me like, "Hey, I didn't know I have a son, and we got to go get him." Because you know, like, I mean, you you think the family wouldn't have got rallied together for that? Of course they would have, but like that also mean. that also takes all the tension. It also takes all the tension away from, from from us. But I mean, Cipher survives this movie. Yes, I mean, again. So again, we have a villain. Cipher has survived what three movies now? Well, she was in. I don't know. I, she was definitely the villain in eight. I don't know if she was. Cipher has been around for several movies. Charlie Theron has only been around yeah. for two. The name Cipher has only been. I mean, has been around for several, but I don't know. It's just. At, at at this point, if they want to make another one, I'm going to be down to watch it. I have no reason not to. I've already invested for for ten movies. You know why wouldn't I invest for We've another? We've already invested movie? twenty years. Yeah, I mean, le- le- legit, you're right about that because it was what 2001, right? 2001, and then 2003, and then 2006, and then from 2006, 2009, and then after the fourth one, they kept coming out like every two or three years. There was another fast movie, which yeah. I'm. I just wish they'd go away for five years and come back. They don't even—they don't have to age the kids. They just—they should just go away for a while. Well, the kids are going to age themselves after five years. <laughs> but they need to just go away and like, just let fast, just kind of like, be new again in six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. And like, I, I just want it. I just want it whenever they bring the next movie out because they're obviously going to do it. Is I just want it to be better than this. You know, this is just a disappointment to me. Not because of the believability or whatever. It's just you knew what you're getting into, and this didn't make it that entertaining. For the love of God, quit putting every fucking spoiler in a trailer. Christ. Well, I mean, that's just. Would have been huge news if like Han came back. Like that should be enormous for this franchise, right? But that's something you can't keep. No, drop that in a trailer. (laughs) Okay, you can't keep it quiet, uh, but you don't have to show it. That's a good point. I mean. Yeah, I would imagine even if he's on set and people start talking about it, ninety percent of your audience probably won't know that Han is back until like you see Han. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 all about you know keeping keeping stuff like that in the dark and keeping his name off the IMDb list until until opening day and then putting it on. I'm all for that, but like studios never do that, and I guess there's got to be reason why because you think someone would have figured that out by now, right? I mean, I just maybe one day like with the next with the movie like Fast Ten, you just. All you release is a 30-second trailer two months before it comes out, and that's it. So you don't reveal anything, and people are excited because they don't know anything about the movie. You know, I mean, maybe you go that route, but I, I don't know because the numbers would tell you that interest sharply dropped dropped off after the first week. Sure. So, but if I okay, so scoring Fast Nine, I mean, I could do it. I could probably talk about Fast franchise for like a four-hour podcast, but that's not what this is. So if I'm going to score Fast Nine, I have to give it two separate numbers. Because it's such a large saga, 
I have to give it a number that is correlated with the rest of the Fast and Furious universe. And I'll do that first. I think this movie in the Fast and the, in the Fast universe is a perfect five. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It's better than some of the worst. It's not as good as the better ones. I love that you said a perfect and then gave it the dead average score. Well, but it's but is this is a because like I can absolutely rec- rec- recommend this, but I mean, if I recommend this to someone who's not a Fast and the Furious fan, he's like, "Why the fuck did you tell me to watch that movie? I'm not a Fast and the Furious fan." Well, this is the ninth movie. It's either you're all in, or you're all out at this point, right? Who's sitting on fence going, "You know what? I've really been thinking about checking out some of that that Fast movie." And somebody like, "Wait, you fucking kidding me? You've never seen one before?" Right. I mean, I I don't really believe there's anyone in the in in the civilized world who hasn't seen a Fast movie before. Right. But I mean, but if if, if I'm giving it. I'm, I'm going to have to give this movie like a three on like the, I, you know, I've, I've called it several times, like the, 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 the green book scale or the Academy scale. This movie's just, the dialogue doesn't hit. Um, there's nothing in this movie is believable at all. It's just, it just takes you completely out of it. I mean, the dialogue is terrible. The comedy is not great. Um, the, the, the one-liners often miss, you know, it's, they make a mistake by having Kurt Russell, the only real genuine actor in this movie. They take him out. Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa. Helen Mirren. Helen, oh, Helen, Mirren, uh, Helen Mirren is in it. Sure, sure. But, I mean, Kurt Russell is what made me excited to get back in the Fast franchise when he, when he was there in 7. It got me excited to be in that again. I mean, and there, and there was no Dwayne Dron- Johnson either. So, like, none of my appeals were in this movie. Now, again, those are specific to me, and I understand that. But, I mean, it, this is my score I'm giving it. I, I mean – a three or three and a half, you know, I'll bump it up to three and a half. So I don't, I don't get so much hate for this, but I honestly don't think the movie's better than the three and a half. Well, so I, um, I fought long and hard with this score. Um, and I mean this seriously, I had a real conversation in my own little brain today about which movie I was going to rate higher. The Ice Road or fast or fast. Um, and sadly, I did the cop-out thing, and I actually rated them the same. Oh, Roger, you're killing so, me. So, well, no, it's it works. Listen, this movie is a four. Um, I won't recommend this to you. I just won't do it unless you're like, hey, how's that new Fast movie? And I'll be like, hey, it's a Fast movie. Like, that's... It hurts me that I have to dumb down my my score to that level. But if you're not into the fast movies, you're not going to be into this movie because listen, even by their own little world, this movie's not good. Um, any one of the more recent ones, six and six, seven and eight, are all significantly better than this movie. Fast Five is probably fast. The first Fast and Furious and Fast Five are the probably two best, and then five, uh, seven, eight, uh, six you know, in that sort of order, this movie's going to be in the bottom third of the movies, man. I'm talking down there, like hovering around two and four, which not great, Bob, not great. You know what? That actually so, kind of what is something you just said sparked after, after four, five, six and seven and eight. There's with, I mean, without Cypher being alive, there's really any one of those movies could have ended the franchise because they, 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 they yeah. all, they all end by, you know, all the characters getting what they want and they're all like, it's a great piece of music playing and they're all happy and kissing each other or sitting down at a table family. Like they all end like that. So you yep. could have legitimately ended this movie at the end of any single one of those. Yep. But I mean, if Cypher, but Cypher is the, she's the linchpin of she's still alive yep. and she's not going to leave them alone at all. I mean, 
But I don't because you have I mean Hobbs both both Shaw characters now you have Helen Mirren like it just seems like the 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 good guys over or at least Dom's family which we're gonna say are the good guys here they over equate Cipher by you know three to one four to one so again it's the Thanos syndrome is Thanos cannot fight off twenty six Avengers he just can't until he can until he can but fine whatever but. Again, Cipher can't fight off all of Dom's people. And again, they're Dom's are they're, they're just drivers. But I mean, they can do everything else fine. I'm okay with well, that. They have, they have a significant level of computer hackery now, though. Mm. With what's her face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's you know her Ramsey. and her and Ludacris are both very good at you know computer stuff. Which fine, whatever. But yeah, I just these the fast universe I always made fun of in high school and just, it's become something that just made, I mean, it's made, you know, I mean, it's iconic. It's made billions by this point. There's that man. So I hate the fact that I have to movie snob fast and furious. (laughs) Really? It's one of the things I never thought I would have to do, but yeah, it's Christ. I understand. It's just one of those things, but Oh man, and I'm I'm getting together. Someone wants to do like a I'm going to do a separate podcast with someone all about the Fast franchise, which I'm okay with. So look forward to that in the near future. But for right now, this has been episode 233 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five: iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Soon to be another one too. Lately, that little teaser out there. Please leave a comment or two, rate, oh. subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. Don't forget he was Christopher Bond. <laughs> Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and check us out on YouTube. We're still we still have a presence there. Send us an email to for the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And next week we're taking a look at the Forever Purge and what else, Roger? Oh, Boss Baby. So boss baby, family boss business. Second. Boss baby. Yeah, buddy. Do you think there's any Toretto's in that? <laughs> I, I think there's a safe bet. There's no Toretto's in either one of those movies. Mm. I mean, a purge, Fast and Furious crossover would be interesting. Would it though? Would it? No. Maybe. Maybe.